Welcome to episode 141 of the Better With Running podcast. My name is Chris Armstrong. I'm a runs PB coach. And as always, I'm joined by the man who look, he brings both style and class to the podcast, fellow runs for PB coach, Zach and you. And how are you, mate? Hey, Chris. So, hey, you must have got that message I sent you with the intro. Yeah, no, it came <laughs> through. Um, probably didn't need to send it on back to back days, mate. But um, no, I appreciate the gesture. It <laughs> certainly made life a lot easier this week. Must be race week if, uh, yeah, you're, you're spitting that sort of stuff out. Maybe, uh... <laughs> just, just trying to soften you up a little bit. I, uh, we're doing this on Zoom, so I do get to see your um, your mug every week. And uh, I noticed you had a bit of a race, cut, race haircut, mate. So you are getting serious? Yeah, no, look, every every little bit helps. So, um, yeah, just trying to get a bit more streamlined, thinking that the haircut might save me at least one to two seconds over 10K. Yeah. I think it's a good call, mate. I might have to get myself a haircut this week. It's going to be a big one, mate. Excited to chat about the race week and the sessions leading in. And also, yeah, we've got a special guest joining us. There was a big, it was actually a big weekend of uh, running down in, uh, as Mattress calls it, God's country down uh, down the peninsula way. We're heading into um, Mornington. So we'll, um, we'll recap a couple of those results. So, um, yeah, looking forward to that, mate. No, very much looking forward to that. Heard it's a very fast course down at Mornington. So, yeah, looking forward to, to hearing a bit more insight about that. For sure, mate. And um, race week, have you this far out, have you got your soft combo sorted? Yes. No, I, I absolutely do. So um, with the alpha flies, I've got a, a nice pair. Oh, yeah. of, um, I guess they're a bit of a white number, but they've got the same sort of pink um color through the through the top of them and a bit of blue to go with the bendigo top so wow. um are you yeah. are those alpha flight the new ones are they really the bright bright orange yeah they're oh, no they're, they're the bright they're the hottest of hot pinks um, oh of course they are. yeah yeah, yeah <laughs> with the orange base <laughs> yeah because the one andy rolls around they're like we're well, resting orange aren't they yeah There's, yeah 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 so you had the choice yeah, no, I thought um, I've gone with a pink number, the same sort of setup that I've got for my spikes. Yeah. So, uh, but just in alpha fly form. Yes, well, I'll uh, be we're looking forward to seeing them uh, flash around <laughs> uh, Albert Park, mate. I reckon it'll be, you know, that noise of just uh, <laughs> super shoes. Mm-hmm. It'll be uh, in the packs. And and like, obviously, you know, over the, the last few years, as the, the rise of the super shoes, you were sort of hearing them in you know to a degree like early on not everyone had access to them not everyone was sort of going out and now it just looks like the whole field will be in them oh mate i, I know that noise all too well I think, um, <laughs> it's as soon as it's you can hear it from like i guess running early in the mornings mm. um, around kyla and shepherd and there's um a few other runners that get around where they're doing their sessions or maybe a bit of a longer run who like to just throw them on and you can hear them coming and you just know instantly who it is. So um, to take the start line and, you know, I guess we've sort of four or 500 or probably close to a thousand really, isn't it? Yeah. Um, for the 10K and I'd say, you know, probably 
past the field, at least we'll have mm. um, some sort of some alpha sort of. fly on probably. <laughs> so, yeah, you've had the, the noise of the Formula One cars <laughs> now at Park. We'll get set yeah. to the noise of the, the alpha flies taking yeah. over and, and um, yeah, running up a storm. Yeah, for sure. And even that start, it's, uh, yeah, it's pretty, pretty cool. Pretty cool race, really. Like, we'll obviously get to our training week and I guess our plans for it. But it is pretty cool to be in a, geez, it's going to be deep. Like, if you look at, uh, you know, judging by gels, the the, the depth going around at gels, you throw everyone mm. on the road. It's, uh, I, I know there's a number of run to PB athletes that aren't necessarily club members, but this event is open to the public. So there's going to be quite a few that are going to be jumping down. I think it's a great way to sort of, a gateway into this into the club scene and to showcase that yeah you can do this you know there's various races throughout the year there's another opportunity over 15k and obviously the half so this is a good taste test for people to um to try the scene and probably realize it's not as intimidating as you as you probably think yeah no it's the only come the road races with av do tend to draw quite a few more of the I guess the, the recreational runners along, which is really yeah. cool. So yeah, be looking forward. I know that the weather might not be um the, the absolute best yeah. that we could hope for on the weekend. And look, we can't control that. But a few um, people have sent through, yeah, I've seen screenshots going around in uh, the Melbourne Uni group, but like Johnny Earl, you know, Nick Earl's um twin brother, of course he's straight across the weather and uh it was like Monday. I'm like, what are you looking at the weather for on a Monday for a Sunday race? Like, it's not going to make any difference anyway. Yeah. But, um, yeah, he was he was up and about about it. <laughs> and it's Melbourne. Like, seriously, you just you know, if you want the weather to go, weather to change, don't you just go outside and come back in and go back out, and it uh, usually changes for you. No, just give it half an hour. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it'll be blazing sunshine. So. Yeah, yeah, we'll no. Probably, yeah. no, it'll be. It'd be good, mate. Well, how did you go with your week? You had, um, looks like you had a Thursday session. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and no, I was really happy with how last week went. I suppose coming off the back of Gerald's Park and typically, mm. um, regardless of how far or um, how difficult the race has been, I'll typically have an easy week straight after that because, I don't know, the body just doesn't quite handle the session. Yeah, all that flash, um, you know, within a week. But um, good news was that we were able to get one in. So, um, which I was really happy with. It sounds silly, but just the, the fact of being able to do a session and feel decent from it, I was, I was stoked. So, um, yeah, the spikes on it gels. Yeah, yeah, and you pulled up fine. Pulled up really well. So, yep. really happy with how the body was feeling. So, I went with well, Andy had given me five by two minutes. Uh, with a one-minute jog into a 6K threshold. Uh, yeah, okay. it's, it's decent set, yeah. Pretty solid. Um, probably mm. one, of, definitely one of the longer ones that... Yeah, um, I was going to say, yeah. It's done. Good so, yeah, like um, probably most of my sessions go for sort of 25 to 30 minutes, mm. um, whereas, yeah, this one was closer to 40 minutes. So, yeah. Yeah, it was good to, good to be able to back up and get some more fatigue. I probably... <laughs> I felt the fatigue there from gels, but... Mm. um it wasn't like it didn't restrict me in any way it just sort of let me know it was there but now nah, look, got in got it done it nothing special i don't think about it i mean the two minute efforts were all sort of in the 330s and the threshold we just sat in the 340s and i suppose mm. look, by the end of it 
Um, you know, could have kept going, but was also pretty happy when the watch ticked over and, and did its little little jig when a, when a session finishes. So, yeah, um, yeah, and no, I was happy to bank that one and sort of I was thinking, look, maybe a week and a half out from the race that I could still, uh, I guess, absorb that into the body and, and hopefully get a bit more improvement before race day on Sunday. Nice. But, yeah, it was sort of for the week, other than the session, it was just easy easy running so um just standard long run with a few hills in it um i think you got to absorb that race and mm. yeah, getting that session in on the thursday makes sense i think i i pushed um your my athletes that running around at joel's uh pushed them out a little bit further i just oh yeah I, I i think you get a lot more out of just particularly early on in the season getting letting your body um you know get through that race and not take any risks coming and trying to trying to get on the back on the on the horse on the tuesday yeah on that it. i think um, i'd typically do most my sessions on a thursday anyway but yeah, yeah tuesday i was still quite happy <laughs> to be yeah. to be easy running but um yeah still end up doing 70k for the week so it was, it was almost a normal week to be honest yeah um, you know volume wise maybe 5k short of what it would be on it on every other week so look Pretty happy with where I'm at heading into this week. Um, had the option of doing a session tomorrow, but you just heard on the side of caution, more so because um, the week of gels, all I did was easy running the strides mm. and got to gels and fell to me in bucks. So um, that worked. So I'm going to stick with it again. <laughs> um, well, and, yeah. You're on one session a week typically. Mm, yeah. And then, uh, you know, some of the long runs you've had a little bit of, a kick down or some work in them but yeah. typically one so if you're going into a race well i can't see why you need to add another session really if this is this far in this you know into the season where you're going to have a crack at it then mm. i think yeah that that seems to make sense yeah no and i'm pretty happy with it so i um just having the strides in the in the week just for the yeah. quicker turnover and then yeah, I suppose the, probably the bigger focus for me is just making sure I bank enough sleep. Um, mm. I'm, I'm a bit, you know, and that's something I probably struggle a bit with myself, which I'm on. It's a continual work in progress. But, yeah, so far things have been really good this week. I know that um, Saturday night sleep is going to be a bit sort of rough because I'll be thinking about the race and we're going to yeah. drive down from, from Kyla. So um, we'll leave here about probably five. Um, oh shit! Five, yeah, between five and five thirty. But I mean, for me, that's that's not so much of a problem. Nora um, might not be so keen, but yeah, um, yeah, just being a. Um, so what were you? Yeah, okay. Will you go to bed yeah, a lot earlier than usual, or hey, no, just going to lie there anyway, aren't you? Oh. Yeah, I think um, what I'm planning to do is on the plan. We were going to run Friday and then have Saturday as a rest day, but. I think I'll get up early, like early, early, and I'll do um, sort of 35 to 40 minutes easy on the Saturday morning with Anna. Yeah. Um, and then like just with from the, that early start, it'll just lend itself to falling asleep or getting to sleep at a reasonable time Yeah. Saturday night um, and just sort of keeping that routine. And then Saturday nights, I typically sleep pretty well, but that's usually long running juice because I'm pretty, yeah, pretty tired yeah. by, the, yeah. by the time that day rolls around but that's it yeah but no that's and a that's a plan do you drive take a break like because you, you know i guess you start starting five and what are we are we at eight o'clock start nah, nine 
nine. Oh, okay, it's not too bad. It's um, yeah, let's push that out. I reckon early, like early days when um that race was on, it used to be super early. And I remember one day it was like it was one degree when we started. It was <laughs> one, one yeah, degree. it was crazy. Yeah, wow. um, the nine's good. Yeah, I mean you think about session times. Generally, you get going at then. So, well, I do. Um, yeah, you, yeah, you do, you, you do, you do, mate. You, I'm usually um, an hour into my work um, by that stage. Or Saturdays, yeah, yeah. I'm probably um, just sitting down for my yoga session. But yeah, um, I'm already there because you know I got Maddie Morgan down in Tassie for a whole in a four forty eight a.m. Uh, ninety minute run today. So. Mate. <laughs> Soss is probably onto his third volunteer. You drop by nine o'clock on a Saturday morning, so he's already done his done his Saturday session in the stint at Park Run and um, got kids' footy and and that organised. So yeah, bunch of um, people just throwing the earphones in the yard, in the river, uh, <laughs> hearing me go at nine o'clock. Nine, nine o'clock sessions. Yeah, that's that's how most of us roll. Like, yeah, is it though? Is it really? Yeah. No. Um, no. But yeah, like yeah, obviously you get the car legs and just make sure you uh, maybe have a break on the way through, and then you'll you'll be be ready to go. Yeah, and no, I dare say, well, look, we'll probably um, have a stop at Wallen, and um, yeah. yeah, just have a bit of a stretch and a walk around, and yeah. um, you know, might do a few strides in the car park. <laughs> just a when I went to Bathurst but, um, with yeah. Brady, when we drove up there, he had this thing where yeah, whenever we stopped, he wanted to do a quick jog. Like he's in like just. You know how he jogs, like he he just mm. gets going, like he's got that quick cadence. And then he was just in the middle of nowhere, pull over, and I'm like, oh yeah, we'll just have a bit of a stretch. And he just bolts up the road, like <laughs> probably bangs out a three minute K, and he's like, all right, cool, let's get going again. <laughs> he's one yeah. of the few people I've ever met. Like the times I've met on run with Brady, we were caught up at a park run or something like that. One of the few people I've ever met that can jump straight out of a car and just roll a four minute K. <laughs> Yeah, instantly, yeah. <laughs> literally straight away. Energize a bunny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah, it's a skill. Cool, mate. No, it's uh, and have you had a chance to chat to Andy about race plan? What what the objective is, goals? Um, only not not anything in super detail. But we keep when we do a ten k, it's pretty consistent. Um, yeah. you know, in this one we've got sort of earmarked to have a proper crack at so. Um, it'll be similar to what we've tried to do for the other 10k races in it. We want to get the 6k feeling decent um, and then progressively kick it down over that last four. So um, no, it won't be um, getting out with the intent or you know carrying <laughs> on like float I'm trying. the uh, intent, go out and just see what happens, um, hang on and hope for the best type um, strategy. Yeah, and no, I'd be very much avoiding the um, scenario where it looks like I'm driving a getaway car. So, <laughs> no, I'm just trying to keep a lid on things and sort of get out to a sensible start. Um, I guess early on, whilst I've got an idea of the number that I'd like to run, I think if it's a little bit wet, I probably just have to settle into a feel and um, not work too hard to hit a certain number if it is a bit slippery underfoot with the alpha flies yeah. on so i reckon yeah. in the race in a in a setting like this you've just got to race like mm. race the packs are in you know yeah get in a group and get into a yeah in, into a into a race mode where you're working with the same people and you're, you're kind of focused on that and the time will come yeah i think i'm 
it's sort of, I mean, I haven't done, uh, I guess, a 10K at Albert Park with AV before. So I'm sort of treating this a little bit like when I go to Gold Coast in that yeah. there's going to be packs galore. It might not be the mass participation numbers wise, but in mm. terms of the depth of quality in the field, it's going to be better than Gold Coast. Yes. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, based on last year's results, if I run what I think I'm going to run, I'll probably finish somewhere between three and 400. So yeah, um, no, like, yeah so, you gonna put it out there, mate. You're gonna give us a number you're thinking. Um, I think <laughs> keeping out of the rats, mate. Nah, look, I I've, look, none of nothing I'd under no illusion. I know that what I'm gonna run is not that impressive compared to what oh, I'm just... people are capable of. But for me, I think if I could run something with a 36 in it, I'd be really happy given yep. that. The last two 10K runs that I've done, there was a 10K at the wellness run where, as it turned out, just finishing was an achievement. Um, and like I was pacing 40 minutes and that day it felt like, <laughs> it was a crack you know, at me. <laughs> no, no, it was very thinly veiled crack. But <laughs> <laughs> I copied every single run. But anyway. <laughs> but I, I generally had to do some work to run yeah. 40 minutes that day. So, yeah, you know, literally anyone else that actually had a proper crack, it was bloody tough. And then, Followed it up with um, the next go at 10K was at the New Merca Primary School fun run. And I ran 38, like mid, oh, 38, 20. Yeah. Which, um, you know, I did have a proper crack that day. And 38, 20 for me is my slowest 10K race I've ever run in my life. So, mm. um, you know, based off those numbers, I probably don't feel like I'm traveling that well. But um, this last month, I feel like my fitness has really turned a corner. So if I could run gel, yeah. Gels was good for me. Yeah, I was going to say, Gels gives you a, a fair bit of confidence off the back of that. It should do because that's that was really strong. And you look at the sort of guy, like you know, where you sat in terms of probably where the packs will be in the race, um, you know, in line with the the times that people ran. I think you'll find that's that it is around the mark where you're talking. I reckon. Yeah, I think. Um, like and you're probably selling yourself a bit short. As you as you as you do most of the time, Chris. Yeah, oh no, <laughs> I think um, like in the thirty in the thirty sixes, I'd be really happy with it. And it's really only in my wildest dreams that I'd probably break into the thirty fives at the moment. But yeah, you know, in saying that, I haven't. It's it's been a while. Um, you know, I haven't run in the in the alpha fives yet. So who knows what what special yeah. magic they might have in them? And you know, if we get a, a nice morning, we avoid the rain the, and the roads sort of. A bit grippy then um who knows like i'm i'm looking forward to it i suppose look, i'm just treating it as an opportunity and you know how often do we get an opportunity to really go and test ourselves so to have a road yeah. race this early in the season and not be beat up from sort of three three or four rounds of mm. of cross-country racing i think it's really yep. cool so yeah we'll see we'll see where i'm at all right it's gonna be exciting mate i'm looking forward to lining up with you no, it's going to be good. Very, um, mate, I can't wait. Just, um, I know, look, realistically, I'm, I'm expecting to see you a fair chunk out in front of me, but I've had a look at your week last week and you cracked a ton, mate. You've 101, I believe. Yeah. I, is that right? It was. Yeah. I, I thought I was actually, did I look on Saturday? I thought, yeah, well, pretty much did a similar week. So I was thinking we'd be, we'd be close to that mark. So it was, yeah, great to, um, to get a, another hundred k, I think elevation wise, six hundred and twelve. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. 
mate. That's, so um, that's that's for me. That's getting up there. It's you know for mattress. That's one run. Honestly, but... mate, that's trail running. <laughs> no, I think <laughs> that those sort of hills. <laughs> yeah, it's that because we're going over on the on the Sunday. That's um that's probably where I've got a little bit of extra gains in terms of that longer run going out to twenty three k, and it's when you go up. Although the it is at the Yarra Flats, there we do find a couple of hills out the back, and that run is where do I find the elevation? Let me see. Um, oh, it's one hundred forty, so it's not it's nothing crazy. But <laughs> I think I think the accumulation of the running at the tan just seems to give me a little bit of elevation. But to be honest, I don't look too much across that, so I don't even know if that's a hilly hilly week or not. I don't think it, I typically wouldn't be because of where I'm running, but it's more the, the the amount of volume I'm running now, you know, mm. from 80 to 90 up to a hundred with the, with that sort of bit of extra hill in the, in the long run, I think so. And I'm feeling better across the ground on the runs, on the easy runs, um, feeling fitter, I'd say more so probably knee wise, not huge changes there but it's manageable. So I'm still in that manageable zone where I'm doing what I can. And because I've been upping pay's intensity of workouts, it's sort of leveling out. So trying to get those, you know, still trying to, to see if we can get some improvements. Like, and I think with these bigger sessions, like I'm pretty stiff after them and like I would have anyway, when I was, you know, a, um, a lot fitter, but I probably just do feel it. And I think it's just a combination of probably sitting a lot more again with work's quite busy at the moment. So you throw in those 100, 100K a week and um, more sitting than what I was probably doing 80K weeks. Yeah, yeah okay. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, these things just, yeah, they don't really balance out. They, they, you run more, but then you're, you, you're sitting more. So <laughs> it's, it is what it is at the moment. How are you going? Like with the, doing a bit more running, are you... I guess doing a bit more self maintenance and more of the exercises that James has given you as well, because you've sort of got a few more of those or that sort of, yeah, I guess awareness in the muscles from the fatigue. Is that sort of prompting you to to do it that is. stuff? I am getting up in the morning and doing just very basic, like the body weight squats and the you know, real basic stuff, some some jumping that um, that James has tried to get me to do, some <laughs> absorption, and yeah, a couple of real basic exercises but i am doing those probably could do more on the roller and i just don't I, I, I do get on the roller throughout the day when i'm working from home and before i leave but then if i'm out, if i'm about to drive somewhere i'll do a little bit on the spiky ball roller then drive and then start running it's not too bad that helps so yeah i am doing a bit more of that self-maintenance no and i say um I mean, it's mate, you, you're almost you're ticking all the boxes, really. 100k weeks, getting the self maintenance done, and I'm sure if James was listening to this now, he'll be absolutely fist pumping, knowing that you're actually doing your um your jumps and your plyo <laughs> stuff. So yeah, um, I mean, we're due for a video update of that too. <laughs> no one wants to see that. <laughs> <laughs> me me and Soph do. <laughs> yeah, there there isn't a lot of improvement on it, um, but I'm doing them, and I think, like I said, you know, I guess maybe doing all the extra Ks and the running sort of just not allowing me to make anything, you know, the bigger gains, but it's not going backwards. So no. you know, I'm doing some, and so these workouts are significantly harder and, and even having two in a week is, 
that's been a, a big goal and, and Al and I have sort of worked on that is like to try and to get those breakthroughs is I've got to have a month. I've got to have four, six, eight weeks of 100K weeks, two week, two sessions a week and then see where we're at. And I think, yeah. you know, putting two or three weeks together is isn't even enough to allow the body to absorb and like this weekend will be a will be hard like it'll be a hard race and i'll be you know you'll probably hear me groaning from 7k 8k onwards um but it'll bring me forward because you know it's it'll be worth two sessions in one yeah like it'll it'll it's what i need to do so and yeah so like yeah even doing these bigger 25 minute workouts no last week i had a a pretty decent length on one i've got I won't go back backwards too far, but that was, you know, over 25 again. So yeah, just getting getting the volume back on the sessions. Um, like Saturday, although it was, you know, it was 6.8 K total, um, the pace on that one, you know, reduced recoveries. So that was a five minute, three minute, 10 minute, two minute recovery. So five minute at 5K, three minute recovery. So slow jog, 10 minute, at 10k effort two minute recovery into the five minute again so playing around with um sitting in at uh 10k effort or pace on the 10 minute sandwich between 5k efforts so um i know moose was questioning me why it was a weird session and um, <laughs> we had a discussion off there <laughs> offline about <laughs> where that was but um yeah l's sort of reasoning around that is to just get i've got to get better at like into those 330s under 330s because it seems to be a, a spot where i'm just for my current fitness level i've had to work pretty hard to get on that pace and running quicker than that and then again back at 10k pace is just good practice and, yeah. yeah that it's interesting the transitions that you made in that session so it, what i'm interested in for this one mate that 10 minutes how did that feel easing back into that 10k effort after hitting that first five minutes well, okay it's kind of yeah it's good for the mind because you sort of start to go okay 330s i can feel relaxed here because the five i was holding it it wasn't i wasn't on the limit on the first one and even in the last few minutes i was pushing in the five minute but i still felt like i was running at a 5k effort so when i was slowing at that 10 that's she felt like I could find a rhythm at that pace and I was sort of probably simulating it, well, I don't know, five to seven K where you kind of got to work, but you're not absolutely at, at, at the end of it. And I think that's, yeah, that's, that's where I was on that 10 minute. Yep. And then transitioning back into that last five minutes, what was the fatigue like in the legs for that one? I looked to him and it was reduced recovery. So the two minute recovery and the start, it was, I actually got out of the blocks pretty well and then had to like, just hold myself back from like really trying to, trying to work. Cause it's, no, it's not the purpose isn't to absolutely bury myself. It is just to get on that, that pace. And we're talking like 5k effort or probably where I should be at is like, you know, where I'm at is probably 325s. So, you know, it's, it's a 320. So, yeah, that's where I was at. And the fatigue was building, but nowhere near as bad as it has been um, in previous sessions. So I think it's just an indication that, um, you know, I'm getting fitter in that 20 to 25-minute range. Mm, good signs, though. You've got to be happy with that. Yeah, and overall, like, 
just to to get through that and just mechanically feel better pace i think that's the thing it's um you know that, that's doing a flat around the princess park also helps and and dave p goes out there run the bb coach dave who mentioned a few times on the show he was doing he did hit the session but we were just um we keyed off each other in the five and then um yeah we just and it was just yeah having someone else doing the same session it really helps yeah i oh, just having a bit of company like i know mm. I do, just oh, you know, look, i'm pretty fortunate pretty much every run i've got Anna there for company but yeah, yeah whether you're doing a session it's always good to have someone there just to, where they're keeping you accountable or even just to um you know, because you've got that interest in how they're doing as well, whether they're doing the same session or a different one. Um, but yeah, I, I see, mate, um, pretty handy set of K reps from you as well. Yeah, last night went back to the donut and uh, the donut being <laughs> Olympic Park or the old Olympic Park. I think it's called the whatever Collingwood train at now. They change it every year. I think it's AIA Centre now, maybe. Uh, <laughs> Still seething after the uh, Anzac Day game and <laughs> getting back out there. And Al was out there. He's a mad Collingwood supporter. He was wrapped to be down there. Or... Yeah, I bet he was. <laughs> but, yeah, it was – oh, man, it was – often it's lit up and the lights are on and you can get out there. This was like – it was dark. Like, <laughs> there were still lights coming out from Amy's Stadium and you could – it was, it was fine to get around. But, yeah, dark, wet, pretty cold, but – Kind of those ones where you feel so much better for huffing it out and getting it done. And I it never crossed my mind, even in the warm-up when it was pissing rain, to to pull back on the session or change it. And I think that's a good sign when the motivation's high that you just you're sort of you're steadfast in that you want to get on their track and you want to just knock it out. Nothing's gonna stop you. And yeah, I enjoyed that session because I hadn't really undone anything on the track for a while, and it is it's a five hundred odd meter um, loop, so not so much. There's no straights; it's a big round um, circle. So sat on goal was to run it at just under I think ten k goal pace. So sit in yeah. at that twenty like. 325 to 3.30 range and get comfortable. I always sort of say, try and get comfortable at 3.25. So that's where it ended up pretty much landing. Uh, you know, and I'm privy to the fact that's on um, that's on a track in Alpha Flies. So, you know, it's probably 10 seconds in there or something, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe but nah. No, yeah. I reckon it's good. Like just having a look at the split here, mate. It looks like um you sat you did exactly what you wanted to. Sort of three twenty-fives, twenty-six, twenty-sevens, and then um yeah, or then to, into the twenty-threes and twenty-fours for the last couple. Yeah, and it was it felt like I wasn't like it actually felt like I was in control. I wasn't really reaching. And I think, yeah, like I said, being flat and just just being able to find my rhythm and I uh, started with Dave he did four of them um we were sort of pacing each other for, for the first four and then the last two uh were solo and I didn't look at the watch at all like I only was just getting to the end and then stopping a watch so I was sort of really conscious about like okay this should feel like you know 10k um effort like just and whether that is on on race day we'll, we'll see because you know that's only six six k worth but uh, the fact that I was able to kind of find my rhythm at that pace, it's, um, yeah, it's good signs. Hmm. 
And you pulled up well from that one as well, mate. Yeah, pulled up pretty. I was pretty stiff all day, and then um, we did seventy minutes tonight. So yeah, slow. Like we jog slow. So I was um, um, what are we? Yeah, it wasn't like four forties or something. So nothing. I thought it, I could have been a bit more banged up, but. Yeah, and then the goal is like, you know, with this 10, obviously you got to Sunday. So hit a pretty hard one on Tuesday and then jog easy and do a shakeout run. And this, you know, I'm only on two sessions a week. So this this Sunday is my another um another big crack. And, um yeah, I mean, you know, you got a guy like Reese running with you who's a two thirteen guy and he's <laughs> running four forties, you kind of feel all right by, you know jogging slow because if he's prepared to go that pace then it's yeah. not a bad thing it's good enough for him then yeah we can all we can all do <laughs> some 440s or, or, yeah. or slower that's okay as well yeah no it's um it, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be a challenge it's gonna be um getting back out there and doing a 10 car on the road it's a, it's, a, it's it is a testing distance like i know you just you get enough you you uh, I only get a small amount of time to build. I mean, I'm coming from someone who loves a half and, and the marathon. So for the 10, I know that you kind of have to have a bit of intent though. Otherwise you can fall away if you're a little bit too slow, like you know, leaving yourself too much to come back with. So whilst I'm not advocating going out like free beer, but you've got to... <laughs> You've got to still have a bit of intent early. Otherwise, um, you kind of get stuck on a pace. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I'm just going to race it, find the pack. And, you know, I think all of that sub 35, that's the goal. I want to, you know, I've been, I've been joking with the boys um, on the, <laughs> on the, on the runs during the week and it's the last few weeks. Yeah, I'm in the breaking 35 project. So <laughs> we'll see. I think it, I'd, I'll really take that. Given I ran 17, what was it, Park Run? 17, what was it, 1705, I reckon. Yeah, 1705, probably three weeks ago now. Mm. Three weeks on that Sunday. So I'll take that. If I can double that and then, you know, within a minute of that, like that's, yeah. that's progress for me. Like, and I won't be too fixated if, it, if it's... It was 35.30, but 36.30, that's where my fitness is at. And you know, it'll be good data as well to kind of go back to go, hey, this is where we're at and you know, the training will be sort of work off that. And again, Gold Coast in, what, eight weeks from that. So yeah. we've got another opportunity. No, that's it. I think it's, um, it's, it's exciting though. The fact that, hey, look, we've, um, we've both probably had our little niggles over the, the first couple of months of the year and now we're starting to, to put some, you know, some decent weeks together. Yeah. Consistent weeks. And we're, we're racing. Like we're actually, we're actually well, that's getting it. the chance to race. It's cool. For me, the motivation that I want to race, regardless of like where I'm at, like obviously I'd like to be fitter, but the reality is everyone wants to be fitter. Like oh, <laughs> even when you run 29 minutes, you want to be running 28. So yeah, exactly. It's, you just put itself out there and the, the body is allowing itself to be out there. So I'll, yeah, just got to cop it and just know that there's more ahead. You just got to, got to keep turning up to these sessions and putting the weeks together. And that's the only way you're going to get yourself going again. No, and that's it. Like whilst PBs are nice and we'd all love to run one every single time we went out and laced the, 
the yeah. shoes up I and mean, realistically the, the fittest point in our lives is um is fleeting yeah. um so i mean, yeah. to to have longevity in this sport you've really got to love what you do and you know to be able to enjoy competing against other yeah. people and um you know regardless of the time that we run or where we finish it's um yeah like there's only one way to find out let's go and test ourselves and see how we go I know Kiwi Steve talks about this a lot. I think he may have brought it up when we had him last time, but it is running is one of those sports where we are very hard on ourselves that we just pitch ourselves against our PB, mm. our best day ever. It's like, you know, a football player doesn't go, well, I kick 14 goals in my best game <laughs> ever. I, if I don't kick 14 goals in the it's next a, game, yeah. he kicks five goals. Everyone's like, oh, that's, you know, well played. That's a great guy. <laughs> that's a great game. Yeah. So it's, it is really uh, being time-based and being so objective. Like it is hard not to to look at where you're at, but yeah, we're pretty hard on ourselves in terms of like, if you, if you look, if you actually factor in all the background, as opposed to when you're um, comparing it to when you're at your fittest ever, it's, oh, it's mate, completely different. Yeah. yeah, that's it. You know, foolishly, we only sort of saw that as a goal because we wouldn't run for very long. Just going, no, yeah. it's, too, it's too hard now. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mm. no, as long as the enjoyment's there, I think I've found that. So, yeah, we will see, mate. We will, we'll all see on um, come Sunday, Arvo. Yeah, no, bring it on, mm-hmm. mate. Um, we have our guests coming in shortly, but uh, before we go there, and our guest was at this event, it, um, there was a few few results that came by um, the Mornington Running Festival and uh, had one of my athletes. So there was a 10K and a half. I think there was some other events as well. Might have been in kids and um, maybe a 3K or something. But the events, we had some athletes that was a 10 and a half. And I had... Paul Rees, who big PB Paul forty twelve. So been working with Paul for over a year now. Um, and sort of stop star. We had a crack at the sub twenty project. He's under twenty now, and now um yeah forty twelve. So he's almost done uh almost done the double there. He's backed it up. No, <laughs> yeah, that's a, that, that's a great run. I think um, I spoke with Paul and um, mate, Jesus, uh, talk about bank. Like you know, when you look at athletes, and we often get caught up in having K's you need to be doing and, and like Paul's a pretty busy guy and throws in some tennis in there. He's got some kids. So he's, he's sort of run off his feet working. He had moved house recently. Like I look back and even through, you know, from Jan, we haven't gone over 49K. 40, yeah, 49K was the biggest. Mm-hmm. Most of these weeks, uh, you know, 50K in there actually, but most of them are under 30Ks. So he's... <laughs> He's getting some bank his bar. Absolutely. Um, like he knows how to race. And yeah, just really consistent when he can get, you know, we sort of worked on, he's done a little bit of cross training in there, but yeah, he's last, what is it? Average 36K weeks in the last four. So uh, yeah, going well, Paul. So, and he's had some injury issues. So we have been pretty, very conservative so we've had only we've kind of gone off two weeks up one down and uh that seems to be the right mix for him and excited to see what happens to the rest of the year paul no it's mate it's really exciting i think um not only for paul but we had a quite a number of runners that ran it um mornington and just come away with pb so there must be something in the water down there it's a pretty special place to run 
Absolutely. And um, we had Mel Davidson, 41-27, coached by Madeline. Stoked with that result. I know she's been um, been pushing for that 10K for a while now and uh, finally got it. And, yeah, we so cool when you see because I think she's had a, a, a couple of cracks at some 10s, just hadn't been able to to find her way to to, to nail it. And, uh, yeah, really big PB. It was by a PB by over a minute. So, yeah, very right. cool. Actually, you know, reading back at um, the Mads' message, yeah, previous PB was in 2008. <laughs> wow. So, Athena rode back and just taken a minute off. So, that is huge. No, that's absolutely brilliant. And you also had um, Catherine Clark. She ran a two-minute PB. Um, knocked her time down to 56.26. And, yeah, she's been flat out, I suppose, with her work. Not only that, but um, they're pretty much renovating their whole sort of kitchen living area. So um, had a fair bit on. And, and Catherine's sort of been running sort of 25 to, to 30 Ks a week, doing a bit of work on the bike as well. And um, probably hasn't had the chance to be as consistent as she'd like. But, um, yeah, she's still absolutely thrilled to to get a PB and sort of come away with, I guess, a new benchmark to try and beat for next time. But not only did we have, um, you know, a, a group of the, of the team running some PBs in a 10, but we had some outstanding results in the half, as you mentioned as well, mate. And Reese Whitaker, Reese and Stacey um, at it again. So Yeah, the power couple down at the uh, morning <laughs> running festival. Matching kits, as per usual, look very sharp out on course. And how cool is that? See, um, yeah, Stacy got the win, one twenty three thirty seven. So huge run from Stacy, and then uh, Reese also uh, ended up getting on the podium, finishing in uh, hour thirteen forty two with a big PB there. And uh, how cool is that, mate? Uh, I know. Um, whenever Reese and Stacy go out and run, um, sort of fairly dominant on the on the fun run scene. So. Yeah, really cool. Another PB for Reese. He's just gone from strength to strength over the last 12 months. And yeah, pretty awesome. I mean, Stacey's had a great run too, just not only to take out the win, but to, to run 123 as well. So those sub four minute Ks over the half marathon, that's a brilliant run. Good rolling. Yeah, yeah. And I think, uh, I know Matt might have leaked that uh, Reese is gearing up for Gold Coast, Mara. Ah, very nice. Uh, he's in good nick if he's in in a seventy three minute shape now. Um, you know, with eight on eight nine weeks to go to Gold Coast, he is uh, he'd be rolling. It'd be very interesting to see what he goes there. It's sort of sub two thirty type stuff. It's, uh, isn't it? <laughs> it's getting into their territory, isn't it? Yeah, we'll have to tee up Reese. I know. Um, chatting to Matt about that. Just uh, get him on for a bit of chat pre Gold Coast. Uh, very good. And I think um, we, we might have even had another international um, half marathon completed as well. We did. We, um, Brady's Rolfall sent this through to um, coaches Jared Mills. Jared, uh, we've mentioned Jared and he's sort of affectionately known as uh, Jared from Columbia um, <laughs> on the Which show previously. And I know an XCR, he was out here, did Ballarat. I reckon, and then he yeah. ran the um he ran he the ten. Park. Yeah, he did. Yeah. 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 Okay. No, he's back in uh he's back in Colombia <laughs> and back at altitude and in a half at uh, just a lazy two thousand five hundred. 
crazy stuff in uh, Pampelona in Colombia, and he was fourth with a uh, one hour eighteen fifty. Picked up some um, pesos, eh? Well, yeah, pretty, I believe we had a photo floating around on Strava with some uh, cash. Nobody size check, I believe. So was it five hundred pesos? Yeah, no, that was cool. And um, yeah, Jared, I feel like he did a marathon. Oh, it was late last year. I reckon he might have done one in the US. Um, but yeah, it'll be um, be interesting to see what he's got planned coming up uh, this year. I reckon that oh, states me now. Brady did did play. He was gearing up something. We'll would, um, would find out and yeah, update this next week because uh, uh, Jared's been uh, yeah been awesome following his progress, whether he's been in Colombia or over here. That's no, good to see. Hopefully, we might even be able to catch up with Jared at some stage too. Mate, and there was one other thing that um, came across our desk, and uh, it's almost, well, it is from Canadian Running News. It's not world record, but it's um, <laughs> our, we'll include him in our results because he's, he's, he's become back. He's, he's one of our Run to BB favorites, is um, Mark Zuckerberg. Friend of the show. Our, uh... Friend of the show. <laughs> he's on the Breaking 20 program. He, Obviously, copped the spray from us um, a while ago because he was bagging running. Mm. Uh, he sort of um, originally was a fan, then he bagged it. Now he's back on it because he's flexing with the pictures on his. Um, he posted the he posted the Garmin watch photo, yeah, you know, the classic one. Mm-hmm. And he's, um, yeah, nineteen thirty four, massive run. Um, yeah, he was. He's up and about about it. it That's good, good to see. I think um, yeah. he probably. You know, I'm glad that he listened to that episode and he took our advice on board to get back into the running. And, yeah. you know, he's just, he um, has cracked the sub 20. I believe he hasn't quite been doing as much running as he would like to. But, um, yeah, he went and um, took part in the 5K fun run with a group of friends. Um, apparently, he's got, he does have friends in the real world, yeah. not just in, online. And, um, yeah, the, the Stanford Medicine My Heart Counts 5K in California. Um, just over the last weekend so um yeah look just um he's back he's back he's back on the train we like the things we like to see yeah well look maybe we'll start seeing um maybe some athletes sponsored by meta or in facebook like he seems to be getting into it because he did did say in an interview that he stopped running for a while got stronger from mma but now he's back running realized he was faster than before and someone asked him whether his return to running might be the nudge he needs to lead the company into the running tech market. And he said something about way to go. Yeah, Oculus, maybe one day. Um, so, you know, watch this space. Yeah, maybe some exciting things coming along. Um, yeah. yeah. Might have to, um, yeah, see if he's keen to uh, come out of Melbourne for an event, maybe for <laughs> Melbourne Marathon. <laughs> but, uh yeah, well, big, big shout out to Mark. No, well, well done, Mark. Maybe we can get him on for a chat. And we can ask him our um, our quick questions. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see if he's on a got the Apple Watch or the Coros. <laughs> um, nice one, mate. Well, speaking of your quick questions, we should get our guest in so you can um, see so and grill him. Let's bring him in. Joining us on Better with Running, we've got Bowen Law and. Um, yeah, Bowen raced on the weekend at Mornington, ran a PB over the 10K and uh, got a bit of intro that Matty um, Mattress 
Davy sent through. And yeah, this gives us a bit of a background on Bowen. Matt um, says, yeah, having only taken running up recently, Bowen's made very quick progress. Signed up in February 2022 with initial 10K PB of 48.10 and a 5K of 23 minutes. He's now taken those times down to 40.06 over the weekend and a 19.53 5K. He's done this around full-time work in the city as a plumber. So most of the days he spent climbing up and down the steps of Marvel Stadium all day long, traveling five to six days a week, uh, five to six days a week. So it's pretty amazing what he's been able to fit in. He was just saying off air how he gets up about 4 a.m. for um for work. So we're talking serious uh, long hours. And uh, yeah, after serious injury in, in August last year, we've had to modify his program, taking into consideration all the work he's doing, uh, physical work he's been doing, and also added in some cross-training. It's, um, yeah, he's been a pleasure to coach. And, yeah, Bowen Law, welcome to the show, and we're excited to hear more about your running. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Thanks, Maddie. <laughs> yes, yeah, he was, mate, he, I, that was, I actually had to cut that short. It was about four pages he sent through. <laughs> Didn't want to embarrass you too much, but uh, he's a big <laughs> fan of you and uh, Gemma is as well. I know you're, you've done quite a few runs down there and a little bit later, you'll um, you'll get some more brownie points um, when we reveal a bit of a story from the race. It's, um, <laughs> to kick things off, mate, we, we're really keen to hear about uh, your running journey and how you got into to running and, and probably how you found Run to BB. Um, my running journey really only started as Matt sort of spoke about or mentioned it only since sort of COVID really. Um, I used to play soccer when I was younger and I finished when I was about 17, 18. So sports and exercise was just mainly just basic walking, running, and a little bit of gym work and then just taking it up through COVID because my partner Kat being a beautician, having 18 months off work was something for her to do. So I just tagged along and got injured quite often. <laughs> um, and then since coming along with Matt, so Matt and Gemma and Matt are sort of family friends through yeah. Matt's brother um, is engaged to Danae's, uh, to Danae, which is Gemma's sister. So mm-hmm. We know each other through that family, I suppose, and they've yeah. been a pleasure. They've been great. So coming on board has probably excelled my running and education about it, really. Yeah, I guess it's it's pretty hard to start when you're just really, you know, you're in COVID, you go, I'll just go run around the block and then I'll try and run a bit harder day in, day out. And, yeah, as you've probably found out the hard way, it can lead to injuries and kind of not so much fun when things don't feel good when you're going out for a run and you're, you're smashed every day. So I think, no. yeah, we're, we're glad you found us. And yeah. I know um, Matt, Matt and Gemma are absolutely loving your running. Yeah, it's been good. It's, it is, it's been a good uh, change. I've had, um, obviously, I see Dane Verway, he's mm. a physio. So the wizard has educated <laughs> me and got me on track a fair bit. So yeah. that's a big help too. And um so Matt, Matt and Gemma got me onto Dane. That, that's been huge. Hmm. Hey, Bowen, it's been a bit over 12 months now that you've been working with Maddie. And I suppose you're, you're pretty new 
in your running journey, but what are some of the really valuable things that Maddie's taught you so far? Um, I suppose try and stick to a program, not as you, Zach has just spoke about running, going out there running hard and you get injured. So sticking to a program, consistency, um, trying to, that's a big, another big thing. And obviously don't overdo yourself. And when you do feel a bit run down, your body's not feeling it, don't push it to that extent. So I think I've probably, they're the biggest things I've taken on, taken on yeah. since getting into it, if that sort of makes any sense. No, definitely. And especially, I think what we find with our coaching is it has to be personalised because, you know, when you're you're doing a pretty intense physical job, long hours, early mornings, and, yeah, that's that's a lot to sort of factor in and it's almost like you're doing extra sessions just in your in your workload. So I think that's something I know Matt has talked about with us, you know, previously about you and and that seems to be right. You got the mix right and adding in some extra, you know, I think um, you've adjusted things and, you know, maybe using a ride or a walk and just some other cross training to rather than just try and flog yourself every day and, we are glad that's um, working out for you. Yeah, it is. Especially on Monday after the session, I did about 15 k's of walking around work, so my body was really feeling it by the end of the day. So, <laughs> trying to get adjust, and then yeah, obviously making sense and making the body right for the afternoon sessions is you got to really adjust. Yeah, mm-hmm. with um program. With Matt's program and uh, sessions that probably popped up that you may have, you know, Matt's obviously explained them, but early on in, in your training, you would have thought, well, what's what's fart leg or what's this session? Is there now some sessions that come up on the program that excite you when you see them pop up in final search? Yeah, the um, I've got Matt's penciled me in for a fart leg next week, which I'm pretty keen on doing. Yeah. Um, yeah. That yeah, that's and the tempo. I like the tempo. They're good. Mm. They're all yeah. Just I suppose not doing the same thing all the time, which is, makes it more exciting. Yeah. Variations during the weeks and the months um, keeps you intrigued and wanting to do more and yeah. improve yourself. So, are you doing those workouts alone, or are you jumping in with some of the group down there? Uh, mainly myself my partner Kat she was oh she was coached by Gemma last mm-hmm. year yeah um, and she she got an injury two weeks out of the marathon so she pulled out so she's slowly getting back into some running so I do mainly with her during the weeks when I can and when, yep. when she's available mm-hmm. and um, the dog really I just had dog <laughs> Coco <laughs> so it's pretty nice it's pretty try, it's sort of hard to try and find like well I'm sort of a bit I've only been down in the peninsula for about nine, nine, probably seven years. But mm-hmm. trying to sort of jump in on with someone with the work hours and the workload, it's really hard to commit exactly. And if that yeah. sort of, at the weekends, I'll probably start looking at doing a bit more interaction with others. Yeah. Yeah, nice. What's a normal start time for your runs, mate? When do you normally kick off? Um, in an afternoon after work's about between five thirty six. Mm-hmm. Um, I prefer morning running. So obviously on the weekend on my RDOs, it'd be between five thirty to six o'clock in the morning onwards. Uh, I love that. 
That's good. <laughs> Zach is just shuddering there, but yeah, uh, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a night so. runner. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fine. No, that's still a long day. Like when you're doing those Arvo sessions and you've you know, oh, got huge, four yeah. work on all day. Yeah, no, it becomes a big day, definitely. And are you thinking definitely. about it during work, where you're at three o'clock or two o'clock, going, "Oh, I've got this. I've got to drive back and get a session done." And oh, actually. I look forward to going home and doing it some most of the time. So <laughs> I prefer to, yeah, if I wasn't at 4 a.m. start, I'd be doing it in the morning. Um, I just can't justify getting up any earlier. No, fair call. <laughs> yeah, very fair call. <laughs> <laughs> and um, Mornington Run Festival. So tell us about that, mate. It was uh, obviously a, a local event for you and it was a lot of, Run to be athletes out there. Matt Gemma Gemma was um obviously racing. Matt was out there supporting, probably cheering you on out there on his long run at uh, the 10k you lined up. When was your last 10k? Um I know there was a- uh, run Melbourne. Okay. Yep. Yep. Yeah, cool. So, so yeah, a fair while away. Yeah, so it would have been exciting lining up for this one. Did you did Matt set out a bit of a plan of how you were going to attack this one? Yeah, it was pretty basic, really, because um, the the actual run I do is my Sunday long run, but I okay. do it on the the gravel track on the side, so I'm pretty familiar with the route. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's pretty just take it easy for the first two to three k's, getting down the first the lilos, um, the cafe there, and you come up the rise, um, and knowing that that hole is a pretty much a hard. It's a slow rise all the way up to Darva, the pub there. And then it's sort of, once you turn around, it's sort of slowly downhill. So mm. I took it easy. But one of your runners, Paul? Yeah, Paul Rees was out there. Yeah, we he, um, he, yeah. I didn't know him at all. Yeah. And I, yeah. I only, when I had a look at the photos yeah. later on in the day. And now he overtook me. And I thought, <laughs> oh, yeah, he's, he's pacing quite well. Yeah, He's in front. And I thought, I just had in my head, I was just going to sort of, I could see him from a distance that, yeah, I'm going to, that was one person I could tell was doing well. And um, there, he, once I popped him, I just kept going to the next one, the next one. But he, he ran well. He, he did, he ran he on. A, yeah, he wasn't that far off, you in the end. No, he done really well. He done a good run. Run, yeah. ran strong. Yeah, it was good Good to see you both um, cap it off. And even looking at your splits, like you had a, it was a 347 down the hill there, and then you come off that into a 355, like just finish strong and and – Good conservative start, which we like to see. Matt, um, Chris and I were only talking about that earlier about yeah, just making sure you yeah don't don't absolutely go out. You know, it's, it's easy to get caught up in races and the adrenaline's going. And I think uh, you've obviously showed your your patient in this one. Yeah, the first I think like everyone, you, once you get out in the pack, you like you just want to keep going. You get out, but then I just pulled back and to a decent pace and felt what I knew was comfortable, knowing what was leading ahead. Mm. Was it four minute four minutes thirty six PB from uh, Run Melbourne? Yeah, huge. I was yeah. I, I went in hoping to get a under a sub forty, but that's pretty close. So I'm happy. Yeah, take that. Yeah. <laughs> what and, do uh, the What do the goals look like for the rest of the year, mate? Uh, Maddie and I are thinking maybe another ten, a half, and my aim is really do a marathon. I broke mm. down last year, so um, that sort of ruined that one. But hopefully 
understanding a bit more on education over the last six, 12 months will hopefully improve that to get me to the full at some stage. I believe that the excitement wasn't limited to just the race on the weekend, mate. So apparently um, you sort of did a bit of superhero work post-race as well, just to, to help improve Gemma and Matt's day. Can you tell us a bit about that? Oh, Gemma sent me a message just before I left home if I got any jumper leads. And I'm like, ooh, I better check the car. And there was a pair in the back of the car. So um, it was a bit interesting why they'd need them. But, yeah, we got there and <laughs> they ended pre-race. Matt went on, yeah, Matt went for his long run on his Sunday. Gemma was in the car with little Ollie with the heater on and the lights and everything going to keep warm. So the old battery went flat eventually. So I, um, after the race, after the warm down and the awards, we went and, Jump started the the car, and I hear you, your reversing skills were, were very good, and you you might have gone through a few trees to get enough <laughs> to the car. Yeah, it wasn't really quite fit for my car, but we made it work. <laughs> Love so, it. Is that yeah. I think we've got our nomination for here. Yeah, week. that's that's um, your other week, right there. Yeah. <laughs> what more can you do? You run a you run a four minute thirty PV, and then just uh, a bit of uh, RACV work as well. <laughs> Yeah. I've taught cool. Gemma how to jump start a car, so she's happy. <laughs> nice. <laughs> hey uh Christo, mate, you've got your famous quick questions for Bowen. Some, Put him under the under the spotlight. Got some got some questions for Bowen here. I, I know he's um he's been listening over the last couple of weeks, <laughs> so he might be prepared for some of these, but but we have changed them up um, just a little bit just to, to keep him on his toes. But um, we'll start with a couple of easy ones for you, mate. Um, so with your watch, you a Garmin or a Chorus man? Garmin. I've got an Epic 2. Oh, very nice. It's been unanimous so far, Zachary. We haven't yeah, run into yeah, anyone else with a Chorus. <laughs> um, so no, good stuff. Um, iPhone or Android? Uh, iPhone. Yep, same again. We haven't had anyone that's owned up to having an Android. So, <laughs> no, it's good. But so far, two, two big ticks there. Hey, mate, um, I hear you're a bit of a craft beer enthusiast. So, what's your yeah, favorite craft beer? I've noticed um, Zach is drinking something there. <laughs> <laughs> Am I on the, um, oh, mate, you'll probably, oh, we might have stomping. that stomping ground. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just had a, had a, a bit of a wild ale. From Wildflower, yeah. Um, while I, when I got me PB for the five K, that was nice. And I just had a um another Wildflower hoppy beer on Sunday for my PB celebration. So very nice. Yeah, if you um your Instagram grid has uh, quite a, an array of um some pretty fancy beers, mate. Yeah, yeah. I, um, you're in the right spot for it down your way. There's a few um few breweries down your way. Yeah, we've got a good shop locally in Frankston here, the Hop Shop, which has got a good variety of um craft beers on tap and in the fridge. So it's good. We yeah, as it said, there's a few breweries which are yeah very fortunate, very lucky. <laughs> I might have to uh, I might have to tee up some kind of uh, run that finishes at a uh, <laughs> Hop Shop, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think nice. that could be very easily arranged. Is that? <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, Bowen, half tights or split shorts, mate? Um, half tights. Yep. Oh, mixture. 
<laughs> no, it's okay. That's all right. It was on the weekend. Uh, there was a photo floating around. Look, the swagger was there. Like you had the, you have alphas on? Uh, vapors. Vapors, yep. Uh, and had on. Yep. A Lulu. Um, oh, thanks for that. I've got the discount there. That was Lulu Lemon sort of running shorts. Yeah. Oh, mate. Looking good. Very good. Now, um, favorite running sock, mate. What's your go to with your running socks? I've got features. Is it the features? Is that what mm -hmm. they're called? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, those. I've got a few of them. Andy they've been B good so far. Andy, Andy Buchanan, Buchanan would love to hear that. He is a big fan of the features socks. So, no, good choice. What about, so surface to run on, mate? Track, road, or trails? What's your go to? Um, my, I try, since injuring myself, I'm trying to run on softer surfaces so more like the gravel trail type surface and um track if i could do a session on a track we've got a frankston high school not far from us it's got a 400 track around so i do a bit of sessions on there oh, yeah like a grass good. track nah sorry it's a, a proper surface one oh, okay so, yeah. yeah yeah nice that's good what about you your favorite shoes to run in mate um, what I ran in the weekend, the vapor fly. The vapors, yep. Yeah. Yep. Good choice. Yes. Easy day, easy day shoe. What's your easy day shoe of choice? I've got a um, pair of 1080 New Balance. Mm -hmm. They're quite comfortable, actually. I enjoy them. No, I've heard a lot of good things about the New Balance shoes. So, no, good yeah. stuff. They're good. A bit of a controversial one next. Singlets, mate, on or off? On. On. <laughs> <laughs> Liam, Liam won't be happy with that, <laughs> but that's okay. No, I'm a, I'm a singlet on as well. Um, Same here. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's on. Yeah. Now you you probably you you did mention this before, but um, morning or evening runs, you're definitely sort of very much in the morning run camp. Yeah, I prefer the mornings due to the fact that it gives you time to do a bit of recovery, and you've got the day ahead of you, um, which is what I prefer. Um. But there's nothing wrong with a nice afternoon run with the sun setting around here. It's, it's quite good. So, but then, as it as the work with work, it's eighty percent probably evening runs. So, no, so there'd be some beautiful sunsets around there. It's pretty much just a postcard most nights of the week yeah. <laughs> down at Mornington. So, it is quite lucky. So it's good. Uh, good stuff. Hey, mate, this is probably um, our favourite question. Uh, it's been pretty popular, but. If you had to eat one meal for the rest of your life, what would you choose? I had to think about this. <laughs> <laughs> it's a big choice because, mate, you, once you choose, you're locked in. I mean, it's, I know, it's a big but commitment. I do like um, big fan of like really nice steak cooked on charcoal, which I do occasionally oh. at home. So, oh, yum, and cool. some triple cooked potatoes, mm -hmm. potato fan. So, Sold. Yeah. Cool. I think we can we can probably dig a bit deeper here, Zach. What's your what's your cut of meat? What do you choose? Or oh, I've been I've had a um, couple of good porterhouses recently. Mm, yeah. Um, dry aged ones, which are really good. Yeah, but you yeah. can't go. You can't like a good staple one is probably an eye fillet. For yeah. Yeah. I feel it's probably a better cut of meat. I just prefer the the flavour of the porterhouse. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Same. So, no, it's okay. You, I you thought you were going to say beer. 
<laughs> oh yeah, say some kind of IPA. Just, just go have a bit. It's an all, it can be an all-purpose meal, I guess. Yeah. With, with yeah. your potatoes, mate. Oh, tell us a bit more about your, your triple cooks. I think they're probably a few, a few potato enthusiasts because, as runners, we love our carbs. Um, do you want to take us through a bit more of the process on how you cook them? I boil them first. Obviously, cut them and prep them. Boil them so they mm-hmm. start to go a bit floury on the outside, and then. Um, Cook them, then let them dry a bit, then cook them with some butter in the pan or duck fat, and then chuck yeah. them in the oven to um, roast off, roast away. Mate, that sounds absolutely sensational. <laughs> I think um, that that if you've got any plans to make that anytime <laughs> in, in the not too distant future, because a tongue in cheek probably ask for a photo. Um, in most cases, but is there any way you could actually take a photo of that and post that to some sort of social handle? Because I would dearly love to see that. That sounds incredible. Um, I'll have to, um, next long weekend, I'll have to try and yeah. raise up a good steak and some potatoes. Queen's birthday or King's actually, birthday, we, I think it is. We're going, to, um, we're going to Brisbane for that cat's birthday, so we'll probably go yeah. to a nice steak restaurant up there, no doubt. Yeah, nice. Uh, just, coming up, so it might be <laughs> <laughs> you just pull the wool over Chris's eyes and just take a photo from the restaurant. And <laughs> that, hey, that'll do. Mate, I, I would be just as happy with that. But no, that, that sounds absolutely incredible, mate. That's an absolute winner. Mm. Um, now, I'm really interested in this one because you haven't been running for a super long time, but your favourite Aussie runner? Oh, that's... Yeah. Um, good question. Actually, one is it Liam the Aussie, the the tradie who ran? Mm, uh, yeah, yeah. Liam his Adam. story's good yep. cool because I feel a bit um well not connected, connected, but yeah. he's a tradie and worked hard. So, Definitely. um, I sort of understand a bit of training the background you know to try and fit it in and he's done an amazing job so 100 yeah we've had liam on um a while back um ripping fella yeah he's an inspiration to a lot of people out there because of how bloody hard he works and yeah. yeah that's a great one and and just interested on that like obviously getting into running how are you how have you found like the running scene and like following these athletes are you jumping on strava and following them or looking on instagram how are you getting in bit, bit of strava um, obviously a bit of the gram socials mm. probably isn't easy I suppose these days it's quite easy to do things yeah um, but that's and um, try and watch a bit of YouTube or whatever when I get free time and obviously Kip Choji Kip Choji yeah. he's, he's a machine so yeah whenever whenever I can get on and watch something that he's running in I'll definitely make it make try and make time for that was it a scene that you probably didn't realise was so big in the pro scene? Like, I guess I'm just thinking maybe if you're from outside that you just look at the Olympics and world champs and go, okay, not much else happens in between. But have you noticed there is a lot? Oh, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I never always used to, because I've sort of only, as I mentioned, got into it recently. I used to always think, why the fuck did Matt and Gemini run so much? But, <laughs> 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 but now that I actually do it, I can understand yeah. why it's, it's really enjoyable and then as you said the the more you do it the more you take notice and it, it's in your face more because you, you you're interested mm. in it and um yeah you, it's 
it's really enjoyable. I actually look forward to well, weekends because of the long run. People go, why is this running? I said, well, that's actually something I look forward to. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's pretty yeah. addictive. <laughs> yeah, so I've got addicted. Yeah. No, I love that. Um, favorite running podcast, mate? Um, this one, better than Boyd, you do a great job. Oh, thank you. Um, I think we can definitely put this one to air now. <laughs> yeah. Dane, Dane's got some good stuff does, going. yeah. Mm. Um, give it a plug, to... give it a plug, mate. Do you know, can you remember the name of Dane's podcast? Run Culture. There we go. That's all right. Keep the listeners happy, but no, he does. Yeah. He makes some magnificent content, does Dane? Mm. Yeah. Um, I listened to probably oh, How They Train, which is a bit of um, triathlon-based yeah. and runners and things like that. And Brody Sharp, I've read his yeah. book and listened to a couple of his things. They're, they're quite interesting, yeah. especially being an injured body. Yeah. And then um, I've listened to the Howie Games. Um, yeah, he's good. A lot of his runners. I just finished reading um, Emma Carney's book. That's impressive. Yeah. She's a great athlete. That's a good book to read if anyone wants to read a book. It's a good book recommender. Yeah, she was. I uh, listened to that Howie Games with Emma Carney. That was, that was full on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Whole, gets quite a, got quite emotional once she got into a couple of chapters towards the end about her family and her history. Like, yes. Yeah, so. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, interesting. One more, Chris. So left yeah. there. One more to finish off, mate. So and this might be hard given that you already trained in an amazing place down there on the Mornington Peninsula. But if you could choose a training location, to sort of go away on a bit of a camp, where would you go and what three people would you take with you? Um, where would I go? That's a good question. <laughs> it's pretty I'm hard pretty to new to it. So. <laughs> yeah, the peninsula is good. Mm-hmm. But if I was to go somewhere, I'd probably take my partner, Kat, or fiance, Kat. Yeah. I'd take Matt with me and I'd probably take Dane because if we break down, we'll get out of trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever travelled with Dane? No, I haven't. Yeah, I have a few, quite a few times, and yeah, I don't know about that choice. <laughs> Did you hear about his keys on the weekend? What happened with his keys? <laughs> Let me guess, he lost them. He lost them. <laughs> they were looking everywhere, and they end up being in his pram. Oh no, <laughs> mate! I'm trying to go on an airport with him, <laughs> oh. <laughs> or getting on a train in Japan. Like, geez, the guy. Yeah. Awesome. Anyway, <laughs> we'll send him two days early then. Yeah, like at least a week. <laughs> no, he, a, that would be a ripping training camp. Though. Some characters there. Mate, yeah. Have an absolute ball and you've got the food all sorted. Craft beers on tap, you'd be, you'd be all set. I suppose, yeah, is, there, is there a race in the country that you've sort of got your eye on? Like, is there anything like maybe like the Gold Coast or um, City to Surf or like is there um, a race in mind? Gold Coast would be pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, that'd be good. I think this year I'll stick locally. I'll probably do like a run Melbourne again and maybe before going well, Melbourne. Mm-hmm. Um, but I suppose that's just for the convenience with work and everything. That's oh. um, probably the easy option. And then see how the body goes and copes through the year. And if it improves from that, we'll go. I'll go from there. Oh, mate, it looks like you're only really just scratching the surface, starting your running journey and getting a chance to to try all these new events. So, um, yeah, it's, it's going to be exciting to to follow your progress. And, yeah, we really appreciate you jumping on and, um, yeah, just giving us a bit more info about your running journey. No, thanks for having me. It's been good. Hey, so, Bowen, we'll have to um, start that um, craft beer run. 
We'll have to, definitely. <laughs> definitely got me excited about that. <laughs> nice one, mate. Well, um, yeah, we'll uh, we'll catch up soon. No worries. Thanks, guys. Have a good night. Thanks, mate. Thanks, mate. Cheers. Yeah. See ya.